This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Push to vax farm workers. SGMA grants for farmers. And GOP 10 releases stimulus counterproposal. Lawmakers, unions push Newsom on vaccinating farm workers. Several state lawmakers have joined calls from labor groups for Governor Gavin Newsom to follow through on his commitment to prioritize farm workers for COVID-19 vaccines. Assemblymember Robert Rivas of Hollister said it's unacceptable that so many farm workers are struggling to access and receive the COVID-19 vaccine despite being rightfully prioritized in Tier 1 of Phase 1B of the state's vaccination plan. In a letter to Newsom, Rivas and Assemblymember Eduardo Garcia of Coquitella shared concerns that such prioritization, quote, will be illusionary and ineffective without immediate targeted statewide action. They argue that seniors are now out-competing farm workers for doses in many counties. To better reach this vulnerable population, Rivas and Garcia urged the administration to work directly with growers and community organizations and offer vaccinations at work sites and pharmacies. CDFA would help farmers adapt to SGMA under new bill. A new measure aims to offer technical assistance grants to help landowners reduce water usage under the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act, SGMA. It targets critically overdrafted basins in the San Joaquin Valley and prioritizes socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. The bill would allocate up to $300,000 for each project. The bill's author, Assemblymember Carlos Villapudua of Stockton, recognizes the staggering effect SGMA will have on the valley with as much as a million acres of productive farmland to be fallowed. GOP 10 releases stimulus counterproposal. Senate Democrats are pushing ahead with a $1.9 trillion stimulus plan, even as 10 Republican senators push President Joe Biden to agree to a scaled-back version that could get bipartisan support. The GOP senators met with Biden yesterday after releasing details of their $618 billion counterproposal. The plan includes $160 billion for vaccines, testing, and measures for combating the virus, as well as $12 billion for nutrition assistance. The proposal includes an extension through September of the 15% increase in SNAP benefits that Congress agreed to in December. That increase is currently set to end in June. Democrats continue to insist on moving the full $1.9 trillion, although it's not clear they can keep all 50 Democrats together on the measure. The House is moving ahead with a budget resolution that would set the stage for passing the stimulus plan through the budget reconciliation process. Reconciliation bills need only a simple majority to pass the U.S. Senate. AFBF says farm bankruptcies fell in 2020, but ag economy still struggling. Chapter 12 farm and family fishery bankruptcies fell in 2020 but still reached the third highest level in a decade, the American Farm Bureau Federation said in an analysis of case statistics from the federal courts. The total number of Chapter 12 filings in 2020 was 552, down 43 filings, or 7%, from 2019, according to AFBF. 
While Chapter 12 bankruptcies have declined compared to year-ago levels, these numbers should not be considered a sign that the farm economy has recovered, AFBF said. In recent years, many farmers have experienced low commodity prices, high production costs, increasing agriculture land values, increasing cash rents, increasing labor costs, and high capital barriers to entry, among other problems, the AFBF said. Federal Court District for Western Wisconsin had the highest number of filings with 39, followed by Kansas with 35, Nebraska with 32, and Eastern Wisconsin with 30. Biofuels, climate, nutrition, among topics for Vilsack hearing. Republicans and Democrats on the Senate Agriculture Committee have several subjects they want to discuss with Secretary of Agriculture nominee Tom Vilsack this morning. Those topics range from climate change, COVID-19 relief, crop insurance, nutrition, biofuels, and meat processing. Democrat Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio told AgriPulse in an email he looks forward to hearing more on how Vilsack will work with Congress to get more meals to hungry families struggling to recover from the pandemic. He also is curious how Vilsack will address worker safety in meatpacking facilities. Republican Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa said making sure Vilsack fights for the renewable fuel standard is her priority. Ernst told AgriPulse, we want to make sure that if Biden is making any negative moves on that, he's going to stand up and voice concerns from farmers. On tap today, well, the Senate is expected to confirm two other cabinet nominees, Pete Buttigieg for Transportation Secretary and Alejandro Mayorkas for Secretary of Homeland Security. Buttigieg will oversee trucking regulations as a part of his job, while Mayorkas' responsibilities will include the H-2A program and Customs and Border Protection. Judge vacates Trump's science rule at Biden administration's request. A Trump administration rule that sought to promote scientific transparency in its regulations, but which critics said would prohibit the use of credible scientific data, has been tossed out by a federal judge. Brian Morris, chief judge for the federal court in Montana, vacated the rule yesterday after finding last week the Environmental Protection Agency lacked authority to make the rule effective as soon as it was published in the Federal Register January 6th. Last week, Morris concluded the rule was substantive, not merely procedural, and thus could not go into effect immediately. On Sunday, EPA asked Morris to vacate the rule and remand the matter to the agency, which the judge did yesterday. The rule, quote, was flagrantly unlawful attempt to restrict EPA from using important scientific studies when creating safeguards against health and environmental harms. Environmental Defense Fund senior attorney Ben Levitan said, we're glad the court recognized that and put a stop to it. Here's today's She Said It. As for the hype, this new tool won't alter the facts of California's essential water challenges. That Ellen Haddock, an economist and director of the Public Policy Institute of California's Water Policy Center, in an op-ed for CalMatters. On that note, Haddock will be discussing water futures with the State Board of Food and Ag today. She will also be featured in an article on the topic in tomorrow's newsletter, West. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, 
I'm Jeff Daly.